Prepare to enter the Elf Tree. And on this week's Three of Movie Goes, we discuss Dark City. And you know, there's going to be spoilers. Just get used to it. Yeah, just get used to it. I'll sit and watch the fucking film. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, welcome to Three Movie Goes This Week. I'm Ian. And this week I'm Martin. And this week I'm gonna be Sandra. He is Sandra. Joe Sandra's Bullock. back. <laughs> 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 Hi guys. <laughs> With the crown on, the miscongeniality <laughs> crown. In a bus going over 50 miles an hour. <laughs> While floating in space. <laughs> While floating in space. Genius. Genius. This movie, the, uh, this week, rather, we watched Dark City. We did. Which is, is it's such a bizarre looking film. I, I'll say from the trailer, it, may, it makes it look a lot older than it actually was. When did this movie come out again? 1998. 98. It's a while ago, if you think it about is. it. Well, it's almost 20 years. By now, yes. But, I mean, I remember 1998. I was uh-huh. 13 years old in 1998. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, I've got, like, you know, some, you, somewhat adult memories. Are those your real memories? <laughs> oh, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not that old. I mean, I guess it's, it's not much older than, than Independence Day. No. Or it's uh, not even older than Independence Day, is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's the... Uh, what when Independence, Independence was like ninety six or ninety seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it's got that same kind of look and feel. So I mean, it's it's not an old movie. It's not. It don't look. It don't look old to me. It's cause no. it, it's cause it's got that old, a bit like Blade Runner. It's got that vintage noir feel to it. Yes, it's like a theater, a big uh, you know studio house. You could tell it was in so, on some sort of stage set. You know, yes. it was it was shot entirely on a on yeah. a stage. Yeah, and you can nothing, tell nothing was on look. Wow. You can tell. Well, it's kind of yeah. like it's kind of yeah. like the original. Well, original. It's a uh, Batman Begins. There's a big mm. difference between Batman Begins and the other two films because. It a lot of what what it just looks like in these movies is it's got very much of a, a soundstage kind of feel to it. Yeah, yeah. everything's well. perfectly lit, and yeah. you know when he would hide behind the corners, yeah. he was lit up all perfectly, just yeah. like you would see if you were going to see like yeah. a deliberately a though. I think so. Yeah. So the the guy that made it, Alex uh, Proyas. Proyas. Yeah. Yeah. What else did he do? Oh, uh, I Robot the Crow is what I did before this. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, so he was just off a, a pretty a pretty. Well, big movie, but with a big controversy attached yeah, to the crow. Because Brandon Lee, got yeah, cocked it, didn't he? That's, that's he kind of looks like one of the characters from Wally. <laughs> he, <Whenever> does. <laughs> <laughs> he does. <laughs> oh, apologize, Alex. Yeah, because you made a great movie. You did. did. Pretty good it movie. was awesome. It was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read this logline real quick. We'll, we'll jump right in. Yeah. Uh, so Dark City. A man struggles with memories of his past, including a wife he cannot remember, in a nightmarish world with no son, and run by beings with telekinetic powers 
who seek the souls of humans. Yeah. Which that I, I'll I'll take issue with just that last line. I I didn't. They were seeking souls of humans, or they were seeking to understand the soul of a human. Yeah. Uh, well, they were trying to survive. Kinda, you, know, you know, they were they, they were, were weak. A, yes. They were, they were a dying species. Well, they and, looked uh, at. Yeah. And uh, the, the, it was like Voldemort's. What we saw. <laughs> <laughs> you got your Harry Potter. In. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bunch of Uncle Festers. No, oh, yeah. yes, yes, right. <laughs> what we what we saw was uh, just the outward appearance because they, there was a creature living in, inside them. Yes, they, they, yeah. they, these were basically the living dead, animated corpses. Okay, and these these creatures they were dying, but they were like the Borg. They had a hive mind. Yes, yeah, uh, yes. So they so they shared a consciousness. So what they were fascinated about humans is our individuality. Okay. And that's what the experiment was. They, right. They, they couldn't understand because human beings clearly survived. Yeah. Yes. Where, where they didn't. So. Yes. Well, they, as long they, as they would go to sleep. <laughs> go to he sleep. said he, he, sleep. <laughs> I mean, they were Kiefer and John were talking about um, uh, at a certain point, whether or not a, a, a human being is more than just the sum of his memories. Yeah. yeah. Which, you yeah. know, we, we find out... Because it, it, it opens very confusingly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it opens like a good old solid mystery, which is, which is pretty it cool. Does. Noir. I mean, that's, that's a, a, noir, that's a great yeah. way to, to describe it. Yeah, I, I, I think like that's, that's how it was originally conceived. Okay. Uh, as, as, a, as a guy who's got a, a mystery to solve. Needs to have some sort nice. of overdub, yes. you know, some, some sort of, you know... And then she walked into my uh, yeah. my office, and I a could smoky sax playing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, Humphrey Bogart. Yes. You know. but this this movie is is uh, thematically compared a lot to The Matrix, and The Matrix was a year after this. Okay, you know, I can uh, see that. Yeah. I could see how they replaced certain parts for The Matrix. So, uh, there was well, I don't want to give it away because that'd be jumping to the end, but. The end was so epic. Yeah. yeah. You could see these battle things that I've seen in other movies since this movie. Yes. You know? Yes. You know? Yes. No? So, yeah. so, so, so it's... Whoa. All right. We just had a glitch. So we apologize for you guys at home. If uh, you hate glitches, that was yeah. a glitch by the three movie goes. Um, but no, it... it uh, I can't remember what I was saying about You're it. You're talking about how epic the movie, the ending Yeah, the was. ending. You see this battle scenes like where he stops the freaking knife, almost like Neo when he stops the bullets, you yeah. know? Yeah. It was that kind of same similar battlefront or the way someone becomes aware and all-knowingness, exactly. you know? Right. His, his whole, his whole uh, character arc is a lot like Neo's. Yes. I mean, it's a person that wakes up uh, from one reality to another. It's, it's, uh, discovers new powers. Right, right. For, for me, it's kind of, it, it seemed, uh, now that I think back on it, it seems as if it's kind of the, the flip side of the coin from Neo's story. I mean, it is, he is playing the same type of character, mm. but we get to see his awakening and his realization that nothing is real and that he has oh. these powers when he's in the Matrix, not having yet quite realized that he can right, break out of it right, yet. He's right. still trying to figure it out. Yeah. So Dude, so all the uh, all the strangers were in those trench coats. So what yeah. if those were all of the Neos, the Neos. of the universe? <laughs> yeah. And that was yeah. their dying breed and that's how it was. Wow, fun. yeah, you could flip That'd it. Be crazy. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. That'd be trippy. Right, so Wachowski's uh, let us know if you were inspired by Dark City at all. <laughs> <laughs> but some great filmmakers well, like we said, Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan. I oh, mean yes. uh, when uh, uh Prius wrote this movie, Alex Prius. Yeah, yeah. Um he, it was coming off the crow. Okay. So, you know, the, which was a successful film. I it mean, was. It I mean, was. Uh, I mean, mar- marred by controversy, like that, which yeah. possibly may have helped it. But of course, the studio says, well, well sure. what else have you got? 
What yeah. else have you got? So he wrote this. Nobody was buying it. None of the studios were buying it. They were like, what the hell is this? How <laughs> the hell are you going to make this into a film? Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> we have one who can see. <laughs> it's so the same. It's like. It was. It's like this awareness, and nobody fucking knows how to grab onto it. Yeah, these movies are freaking. They 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 go deep. They do. So he 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 brought on screen uh, David Goya. Okay, right, right, right. Yeah, David Goyer has written written the Batman movies with Nolan. Yeah. He's done a couple other Man things. of Steel. Uh, oh right, the yeah, Blade right. movies he wrote. Nice, and those were good too. Yeah, I guess he brought him in to bring some structure and form into this. Sure, to this bizarre, bizarre world. I can see that. Yeah, I can and, see and, that. and I guess it helped because yeah. he's, he's credited as a co-screenwriter, and uh, and they, they sold it. So they sold it to New Line Cinema. Yeah, um, New Line. Yeah, but yeah. apparently they were New Line were up uh, Proyer's ass. Like, really, dumb it down, dumb it down. This is what we just watched with the director's cut. Okay, the yes. original, the original has got like this huge voiceover at the beginning. Oh, uh, really trying to fucking explain. Oh, really man. lays it out. So, and uh, the, the 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 studio execs were kept saying, "Dumb this shit down, dumb this shit down." And oh the, and, no! And of course, Proyer's really wanted to make. This is one of those films that that goes into art house become it's an, it's an art, arty kind of film yeah, yeah. oh i see it yeah I see it. isn't yeah. that weird to think about though like when a studio wants you to dumb a movie down because they know other people won't be able to handle it yeah that's and exactly so they right. they make this executive call to cheapen someone's art to yep. Yep. literally fool people into a slightly different version of what should be presented, you know? Well, yes. I mean, but you also have to consider whether they're thinking of it as art or whether they're thinking of no. it as dollar well, signs. Well, definitely. Yeah, of course, you know? yeah. They're thinking mainstream. Yeah, but are, they, yeah. but are they seeing it just as dollar signs or are they seeing that as like, yeah, maybe this movie is a little too... Uh, we don't want people to really... Because there's a lot of correlations in this film to the way we live our lives here, you know? There it's, is. it's true. I mean... I I would be curious as to whether the filmmakers or the the studio execs rather would give people, especially back in the the mid nineties, uh, enough credit for being able to make those correlations between yeah. you know uh, what what you're seeing here in this film. I mean, because it's almost like he's out, the a few of the lines in the movie are just outright saying exactly what it is that yeah. we might be living in here. You know, nothing is real; <laughs> it's all a dream. Nothing you've ever experienced is an actual experience. Yeah. You well, know. it said on the walls, like all those swirls and, yeah. you know, when the dude, that one detective was uh, kind of looking into some of the people that were awake, I guess. Yeah. No, he was awake. Oh, that was all his, his yes. stuff? It's yeah. Because his, he started to go well, crazy. Well, it's, it's that other cop, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll, he's basically we'll, saying everything yeah. was an illusion, yeah. you know? Right, exactly. Which it is. It, well, it could be, can it? I mean, it, it, yeah. is this an exploration of reality and, it, and consciousness again? Yeah. It really is. Um, so it bombed. I mean, an oh, absolute yeah. box office bomb when this yeah. came out. Just a fucking disaster. What did it uh, make? Let's see. Uh, uh, you keep going. I'll, I'll, I'll look this up. Uh, the, another reason why it didn't do that well is because uh, it was competing with Titanic. <laughs> Titan okay. Titanic came out in December 97. Okay. This came out February 98. Oh, yeah. And Titanic ran yeah. at the theaters for a for a over a year. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was still in theaters. Yeah. yeah, so it was the number one movie for fucking ages. So, so has the, anything ever done that since? I don't know. Maybe Avatar, because that was a big one. Was I don't know it? if Avatar was, was in the movies for over a year though. Was maybe, it Aladdin? No, I want to say Aladdin was was in the. Really? the I, I seem to remember there was a Disney movie back in the day when I was a kid that I was like, man, this movie's been in theaters for a long, probably long Lion time. King or something. Uh, it Lion might King have been something huge. like that. 
Um, the, budget, the budget for uh, Dark City was $27 million, and yeah. box office official, uh, well, on Wikipedia official, box office take was $27.2 million. Oh, no, wow. So, I mean, they just thousand. cracked, they cracked their, their bottom line. Yeah. I, which, think, I think over time, this, this, is, this has become a cult classic. I'm well, sure. yes. With all the numerous re-releases and, you know, the, the Blu-ray where we got the, uh, the extra footage and right. the, the, the bit more of a director's version. I'm sure they made some money back. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard people talk of this movie, but I never, I never considered. And I mean, I, I do remember now that I see the, the, the posters for it and everything, I'm like, I remember seeing and hearing little, little blurps. And, it was marketed very strangely. Yeah. If you look at the poster, you think, ah, does, that really, does that really fit? You know? <laughs> no, it's, it's, a, it's a moment that just doesn't make, it, it has no context in yeah. the poster. It's, it's, it's John on the, little, on the little spinning wheel at yeah. the very, you know, yeah. the, the climax of the movie. And it just, it, it, with no context, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah, I think the studios wanted to change the name, and uh, yeah, I think it was just this is just one of those films that it's amazing. It actually got made and, yeah. and got the budget that it did, and it came out. Uh, I'm glad it came out. Like this yeah, was me awesome. Too. I yeah. fucking love it. I yeah. fucking love it. I think that it's was brilliant. Great. There was some there was some film. major cheese for me, like uh, some of the acting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, sure, yeah. but and uh, again, I hate like I don't know how to judge actors and stuff, but. When I see actors and they are doing their lines, but they look like they're about to laugh, <laughs> that stuff always gets me. I can't like take it seriously. You know, was there anybody in particular? In I'm calling one? Kiefer out. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I'm calling you out, really? And uh, Rufus, he was. Uh, well, I mean, the uh, Richard O'Brien. He was pretty good, like, but he would still almost. I don't know. It felt kind of cheesy at times. He sure. had the, he had this. Bug-eyed kind of uh, <laughs> Rufus Sewell. <laughs> yeah, he does. I, I I first ran across Rufus Sewell in uh, Knight's Tale. Yeah, and I noticed. Right, you yeah. know, I mean, he's ah. he's kind of known. He's got that lazy looking eye. Yeah. That you know, it just kind of gives him a signature look. You know, he's at home. W- what lazy eye? I'm <laughs> talking about. I think it works though in this because it, it gives him this like sense of awe. Like he's looking around, like what the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah. he's definitely like, bug-eyed. You yeah, know? it doesn't well, have to say a lot to emote that because right. of, because of the eyes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, at the beginning of the movie, he wakes up in a bathtub, and I I thought, is he blind? Is he like <laughs> you know? I just kind of. Because yeah, he's he's kind of stumbling around, running into everything. I, it's trying it's, to kill goldfish. Yeah, it's kind of no. He's saving goldfish. Yeah, but he did send him on a quite horrific crash to the ground. Accidentally, yeah, <laughs> that's traumatizing. You're right. You're right. You're yeah. Right. So he wakes up in in the bath, and this is this is your this is your first introduction to the yeah. guy in the shining bathroom. I'll point out. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> the yeah, design of the look, bathroom yeah. looks just like the shining. The, the <laughs> one with does. the dead lady. It you does. know. Oh, yeah. So. It does. Anyways. Anyways. Yeah. And uh, yeah, stumbling around and. Um, it discovers it discovers a uh, a body dead hooker yeah dead yeah. hooker in there, well you I, I don't know we didn't know she was a yeah hooker at the time. A- <laughs> I mean, oh you can tell yeah I mean <laughs> dead hooker you know yeah, you could smell it through the job. <laughs> oh god <laughs> she had ten pounds of makeup on her yeah. face <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so he's he's suffering from amnesia. Yeah, I mean we don't exactly know what who he is, what he's got going on, why this this hooker is laying dead in the in the but the phone rings, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, she's got like these gashes, like these little the bloody swirls, yeah. swirls all over her body, like she was yeah. cut up. Which yeah. which I guess represented the maze, right? Is it not his fingerprint? Do you remember well, it was. It was his fingerprint, but the the city was also in that spiral it pattern. Was. But that's the, his. That represents his individuality. That's the whole point. The spiral does the fingerprint. The fingerprint. Yeah, us, us our individuality. Okay, it? right. Yeah. But his fingerprint was a spiral, which is which well, correlated with everything. 
Well, but no, no, no. It was a, it was a, it was a blatant spiral. Yeah. Much like the the way the city was was yeah. mapped out, the way that the the rat oh, maze yes, yes. at the, the beginning doctor, and key yeah. for Sutherland. Yeah. Yeah. What was his name, Doctor? Schreiber, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, Daniel it, Schreiber or you know, Schreiber. He uh, he had the rat in the maze, and he was trying to get him to, shit, to yeah. yeah. So yeah. I I didn't I didn't pick individuality out of the fact that he had his fingerprint was kind of the same pattern. I I picked it as he was he was connected to this whole thing somehow. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe uh, maybe so. I maybe. mean, connected to the machine that made this world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ultimately, well, but everybody one, was kind of oh. I was, was going to say he's the one. Yeah. He is. He was the one. He was kind of somebody who woke up, but everyone else kind of woke up around him as well. They started you know? to, didn't they? Yeah. The, uh, the detective, the lead detective. Uh, William he was Hurt. A lot, yeah, he was a lot like Ed Harris. Shout out. I like William Hurt. Yeah, I do. It's you know, have you, seen, uh, have you seen Mr. Brooks? I have not seen Mr. Oh, Brooks. Oh, no. we should totally do Mr. Brooks. Kevin Costner. Uh, Let's and do William, him in the ass. William Hurt. It's... it's <laughs> We should totally do Mr. Brooks. It's great. It's a it's okay. a good one. Anyways, anyways. All the Mr. Brooks is at home are just like, oh my god, which one? Which one? <laughs> which one does it mean? So yes, yeah, so we get a call uh from Kiefer. From Keith. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jack Bauer. Yeah, yeah. Who's saying uh basically you need to get the hell out of there because because yeah. people are coming. coming There's been an me. experiment, it went wrong, yeah. you don't have any memories. Yeah. And you have to call me as soon as you, you know, blah blah blah. Get yeah. safe or whatever. Yeah. 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 Which that was the first time I was, as soon as he kind of was playing that character, I was like, wait a minute, what is, this is a little off for me. Cause well, but he, they explained for me, they explained why he was acting so off when we, when it kind of, we'll jump ahead a little bit, but it, they allowed Kiefer, the, the strangers allowed Kiefer to, to keep his memories if, or, or keep his skills as a, as keep a, his skills as a chemist physician, or as yeah, a yeah. physician and, yeah. and uh, in exchange for removing all the rest of his memories. So he's yeah. literally there with, this grand knowledge of yeah. how to how to be a physician, yeah. but no context, no memories, no nothing. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, he's he's kind of freaked out. Yeah, but unlike the rest of the people, he's allowed to to stay awake. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, he he was really the 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 hero moving this plot forward. Oh, really. definitely. Well, yeah. yeah. He's he he's the Wizard of Oz, isn't he? Behind the curtain, he's he's the one stirring the pot. Yeah. Really. Well, yeah. even, I mean, Rufus having to catch all the clues. I mean, because I was thinking as the movie was going on, it did lead you just like a board game to it all did. the next pieces it pretty did. quickly. There was no, yeah. you know. Right. There was very little sitting around mm-hmm. and, and exposition, unnecessary exposition in this film without, yeah. without something that actually moved the plot forward. Which yeah. Was nice. oh, yeah well, there were a lot of exposition in this film, but it, it was all relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, was, yeah. 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 There were a lot of information that were dealt verbally yeah um explaining the background the world the aliens what the hell they were doing and all that kind of thing uh so so Kiefer tells him you better get the hell out of it and then we first see the strangers yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 which i i vaguely remember seeing those those shapes and characters before yeah. too so they're long I mean, trench coats yeah. white faces yeah yeah uh, richard, those little hats yeah, those little, uh, Richard O'Brien. hats. Oh, go for it. Richard yeah. O'Brien is uh, he's the guy from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, he's Mr. Hand. Mr. Hand, we're yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and and Bruce Spence. Bruce Spence is somebody that people would recognize from yeah. all sorts of movies too. Yeah. He was the tall one, the yeah. the real tall, like lurch looking dude. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, that's all I got. That's, that's, that's <laughs> it. Out to Mr. Bruce. <laughs> they were freaky though. They were definitely like the observer type of people. Like they were in Observers, charge yes. of, you could tell they're immediately in charge of everything. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, they the had arc- powers to float yeah. and to fucking like 
create mind doors control. out of their mind called yeah. tuning that tuning was, tuning yeah, yes. yeah, yeah that's that right. was the name of it. so he he leaves he gets to the reception and the receptionist uh, of this hotel basically says you've not paid your bill yeah it's time you, to pay up you've been yeah. here three weeks and he, he has no recollection yeah right yeah. well he, i mean he has no recollections whatsoever but he finds he sees yeah. in the he sees that the guy points out his name in the yeah. ledger it's like here you go you signed in you know three yeah. weeks ago jay murdoch yeah so, so he's got, got a name. Yeah, he's got a piece. Yeah. Surprised he didn't just run, you know? Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was lucky. He got a. He got what was that clue that he left him? The uh, the dude the doorman or the the dude behind the desk because yeah. he he later sees him in the story as a newspaper dude. Remember when he was? Uh, yeah, you're saying a, a clue though. What, what he said something was- to him a certain way, and he. I don't know. I can't remember. I then the next guy that was there said the same thing. Yeah. When it changed to a black dude. Yeah. Like how they, oh. that was a weird part for me was oh, seeing how. Right. I get it. I think that was just more. Pro- Sorry. That was pro- a little confusing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, well, I think it was just more programming for this world. Cause, cause, right. Cause what he says is, oh yeah, I work all the time and I never get a day off. So, yeah. So, so I'm paraphrasing, but that's yeah. what, that's what all the workers in this world say, you know, cause he asked the guy at the newsstand, how long you been working here? Yeah. And he go all the time, never get a day off. Yeah. Yeah. 25, yeah. 25 years. years. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But we know that we just saw him a day or so ago yeah. as the doorman in yeah. the or the, the So that's that's guy. their memories that's being that's being fucked with. See, it was at that point when we saw that the the receptionist was now this this other guy. I I thought to myself, now I wonder if Rufus Sewell, if if John Murdoch is the first John Murdoch or if he's, you know, something's been cuz this is before we knew that they were injecting people with memories <laughs> yeah, or anything like that. I'm yeah. like people have been swapped out. So I I kind of got a, a sense of what ultimately ended up being kind of the the plot points. Yeah. You know, earlier on in the film which I was I was I was proud of, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. able to kind of pick that out. Yeah, cuz you never really know, do you? No, I mean, no, who, no. Who, who is real? What which mm-hmm. which which of these memories or which of this person's history is actually the real one? Yeah, yeah. Maybe none of them. No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Your 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 self is what you make it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Yeah. There's a lot of that in that. You can create your own world, create your own destiny. I think mm-hmm. there's a, I think there's a lot of a lot of those kind of themes. Yeah. Yeah. As he's following, dude, I love the scene uh, when he walks in and it's like all the little windows where they're putting like yeah. an apple in one of the windows and you pay a quarter and open it oh, up and yeah. take the apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The it's automat. Like, yeah, yeah, how he got his wallet back and then yeah. kind of figured out where he lived and stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, the next thing that we see after he's running from the hotel, we see uh, the beautiful Jennifer Connolly. Yes, we do. Singing. Oh, Singing. yes, in the lounge. Singing not very well, but she looks great. She did. <laughs> she did. And you know what? Jennifer Connolly was also in uh, The Rocketeer. Did you ever see that? She was, yeah. Man, and she, she looked good in that kind of period dress. You right, know, yeah. th- those kinds of, of outfits suit her, her very well. It she seems. was born she in the wrong era. Well, I mean, she just... she. She should she should stick to fashion like that. You know? <laughs> just constantly be wearing those kinds of outfits. I'm sure she'll appreciate that. <laughs> she looks great. Closet full of 30s clothes. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> Curling irons. Uh, no, she did. She was beautiful. She sang all right. It wasn't too bad. Uh, you know, it was a little flat, but maybe it wasn't her singing. It was a, lot of, it was, it was a bit quiet as well. But. Yeah. But she gets a note to go and see the doctor. Right. She says, I'm your... This is how we, we learned through the plot that, the, that, that John and her are tied together. Yeah. Um, your husband's doctor is not been to see me for three weeks. Yeah. And then you go, ah. Yeah. This is clearly... So, so she goes to see him. And this is where we see the rat in the cage. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Despite all the rage, rat in the maze. Yeah. Rat in the maze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She she's not got a clue. She she thinks that he just walked out on her because she cheated. Well, she, yes, yes. She, yeah. but we don't know that yet. There's no. see the, the, this movie was kind of like Memento in that yeah. w- you've got a lot of characters reacting to a lot of things that we don't know about yeah, yet, and true. so we don't know it's why true. they're reacting in these ways. Yeah, and it's uh, you know we we have to kind of piece it together along with our main character, which yeah. that gets tough. There's a that is a, ty- a style of storytelling that I I. I haven't yet really mastered how to, you know, how to tell a story like that, but it's impressive. But with this kind of story, if you if you if you understand more, just not just actual the, the plot changes, just if you think about the uh, the fact that these are all implanted memories. Well, yeah, the plot really could be told out of order because it really don't make any difference to, to the characters, at least. That's true. I mean, the main, the 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 one thing that stays consistent is John. Yeah, and the fact that he is—he's almost a blank slate. Yeah, yeah, and he's awake because he sees both realities. He sees—he sees the the waking reality and the sleeping reality. Yeah. So when when we follow him, we get a grasp of the whole world. Yeah, yeah. he's kind of—he's waking up to it. Uh, you know, seeing everybody asleep, you know, in their cars, and you know, he had a couple freakouts. You know. Yeah. He's like breaking shit. Like, well, because the first time he actually gets to see it, I mean, is the first time we see that it's more than just, it's more than just people going to sleep. It's it's a literal alteration of terrain and buildings and people's lives yeah. and memories. You know, because mm-hmm. we we get to see, uh, you know, Kiefer injecting that that couple that was arguing over yes. dinner. <laughs> yeah, you know, that was an and awesome scene. It yeah. was it was great. It kind of. That was the first big moment of okay, this is something that's going on here in this movie. Yeah. It's a, it was a big bite of something, something mm-hmm. plot. Yeah, the, the whole landscape changes. Yeah, you know, the yeah. couple was they were like poor, talking about you know their jobs and stuff, mundane shit. Yeah, and then they transformed into these really rich people. So they showed the whole room split bigger and yeah, bigger and bigger. Yeah. It was actually really well done. I was really impressed with that stuff. That was my favorite part of the whole movie was when things were changing. I was I'd like, be, hell yeah. I'd be very curious as to how they did those effects because, you know, nowadays it's all CGI, but uh-huh. I doubt. No, I, most of this film was models. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of wow. practical effects and in-camera stuff or at least at least practical, uh, like analog-type visual effects. Yeah. You know, it, it was it was great. You can tell the CGI in this because I think it's quite, quite jarring sometimes. Well, 1997, 98, I mean, yeah, the, the CG was, was still in its infancy. Yeah. You yeah, know. the little uh, aliens looked like those creatures in the Matrix that are searching for the ships. You're talking about the aliens the energy- that lived inside the the, the strangers. strangers. Yes, yes. Yeah. they looked like the Sentinels from the yeah, Matrix. Yeah, there was a lot of again a lot of similarities. Yeah, yeah, interesting. And so here we here we meet the cop for the first time. Yeah, um, who's just on the verge of kind of figuring this out, cracking some case yeah. of, of uh, a serial killer who's killing dead hookers. Yeah. Or, no, well, she, he's not killing dead hookers. He's killing hookers. <laughs> <laughs> he's not yeah. killing them again. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, there's like six women that are on this <laughs> list, right? right. Yeah, and right. They, he suspects that it's it's John Murdoch, even yeah. though mm-hmm. he has no idea where he is. Yeah, yeah. But see, before this, John picks up his wallet at this automat. And then, well, he—that's when you see him get his powers. It does, yeah. Is it he like breaks the machine open? I love this. I love this when this happens because, because again, you you watch this film and and you're kind of uh, you're half in this like 
1940s, whatever, yeah. fucking Maltese Falcon world. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? You're half It's like there. Gotham City-ish. Yeah, you're half mm-hmm. there. The long trench coats, the, even the light in it. And then... then All you, the fedoras. Yeah. 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 And then you see, like, just this, this ripple. Yeah. This ripple of time. I don't know how you would describe it. And it makes you go, okay, there's something extra here. It this, came out of his third eye. It, yeah, it did. It <laughs> yeah. really did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and reality shifts around him. Yeah, it did. Uh, yeah. It did. He, he was awake. Yeah, he broke open the, the, the case that had his wallet in. Yeah. And he was able to get his, his, guess his guess identity, his essentially. Does, yeah. So as far as we know, is he's, he's in this system where he woke up to something. Yeah. Because... Which I didn't even, I mean, I'm thinking of this now. It's kind of amazing. I wonder how long they were actually all in this thing, this ship being used this way, you know? Yeah, yeah. I wonder where, where I'm saying us as part of the human race. Yeah. Were we taken? Were the select few taken? Right. You know, it's, it's interesting. It, it would is. be insane to find out, you know, that we are actually from a planet 300 times the size of this one. And that we're actually just harvested from that planet, brought here, and are being used for specific things. What if we are the elites Ooh. of that planet? Wow. That planet that's, you know, three times the size of this, and uh, you never know. <laughs> 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 things are a little shady. Um, and, but, but so it... We meet he goes this, to the hooker's house. He, yeah, he, yeah, meet, he meet, What's her name? I, I didn't remember. I didn't catch no. her name. No, I don't, I don't think... She, yeah. No. Adam was <laughs> number one. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and he he went there because he's aware that he's being accused of this. Yes, she she latched on to him as something of a, a slightly friendly type figure. Uh-huh. And she so helped he him, decides she helped to him the cops. Yes, actually. right. Her name was which, May, which were being dicks. Those cops were being yeah. just like, "Where you headed, buddy?" Yeah. <laughs> I think her name was May Melissa George. Okay, all right. All right. Well. So yeah, she was awesome. She was really sweet, but she uh, took him back to the house. Yeah. And uh got naked. Lo and behold, she was getting all uh, she was trying to get all kinky, you know, and uh-huh. had a fucking kid in the room. Not in the room. Yeah, did you well, what in the room? Behind a divider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. in the room. In the, no, well, no, I think there was a there it was a in a separate room. Thing. It was a separate room without a door. I mean, Whatever. We're, we're arguing about semantics there. Her mom was whoring around in the night. <laughs> That's what he's getting at. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but it, oh, so we see the cop investigating the, these yeah. fucking murders, and we see the other guy, Walensky. The yes. Other, the other cop. The cop that's crazy. The cop that is perceived as being fucking crazy. Yeah. Because he's, he's, the, he's the other one who was fully awake. And what we was he yelling at Again, him? we don't know that yet. I'm not going to hurt you. He just, he's, we can't escape. You know, we can't get out. Anything. Is that what he's, he was yelling whenever yeah. they like, took him away from the scene? Yeah. When he gotcha. was like running down the hall and everything, you know, they... Because that's, that's what he's obsessed with. Yeah. He's obsessed with the fact that none of this is happening. None of this yeah. is real. And, uh-huh. and we can't get out of here. Yeah. And, and that's, that's all that matters to him at that uh-huh. moment. Yeah. And that's all that matters to people who are awakened, uh, too, is, is, is finding the truth. Yeah. I guess, I guess when you're fully awake, what you try and do is, is, is try and get out the box. Try and find the walls of the box. Well, you go, yeah. you, it makes your entire existence... Uh, unlimited. I mean, limitless. Because you yeah. think about, okay, well, where am I from, really? Now yeah. that that was not true, you it know? doesn't. It makes your curiosity of your of your limitless existence because it real. You realize at that moment, if you're awakened, you realize that your existence is incredibly limited. 
Well, yes. Because yes. you can't get out of it. You cannot break free from what these other people are, are dictating for yeah. you or so tuning you into. Yeah, so your, yeah. Your, your number one goal at that point is freedom, isn't it? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's the only thing that... That's the, your single-minded purpose is to, is to become free. Yeah. Which really is the human purpose, isn't it, really? Yeah. yeah. It's, the, uh, it's probably the uh, very thing these alien creatures were fearing most because they knew the potential of someone waking up like him was very dangerous. That's right. You know, and... It's unpredictable. If they share one thought, there's, there, there could be fucking millions of them, but they all know what each other's doing because they're all one mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But one... One person who's outside that thinking like an individual, it's got to be terrifying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. dangerous yeah. to their cause because they're they're feeding off of humanity, you know, yeah. playing with yeah. them like an experiment. Um, which is just it's it was creepy. Like that was creepy to see them, you know, in their little underground lair doing their little teeth yeah. clatters. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, brilliant. I mean, the the most amazing scene is is when they're. F- they're chasing after him. Yes. We're, we're back at the night. Is, is, is he up on the billboard? He's up on the billboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he, he's, he's he finds out that he's from this place or he's attracted to this place. Uh, Shell, Shell, Beach. Shell Beach. Yeah. Well, he's, he got a postcard. postcard. I think he's got a postcard in his, in his pocket. Yeah. And uh, he's drawn to it, he's attracted to it. And then there's a big billboard in there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Shell yeah. Beach with a, with a woman waving. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he, he adds up like. Rusty. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> He heads up the steps. He's trying to find it, and that's again the uh, we see the strangers again. Yeah, they they finally find him, and they they are able to confront him. Yeah, which is strange. Them having the ability to fly. Why any of them would plummet to their death? <laughs> they How didn't. does that work? They didn't. Nobody plummeted to their death because he flew back up. But what about the guy being choked? Couldn't he have just oh, levitated well got, himself up no, so that he, he wasn't got, choking? Got, he his, probably did. They got wrapped around. Oh, him. that's right. It was in gears. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the rope uh, got wrapped around his neck. Yeah. yeah. But he did. He didn't die. Yeah. That guy yeah. didn't die. So, I mean, eventually he must have remembered, oh, I can levitate. So he's just like, you know. <laughs> also had like a, there was like a kid. Yeah. That was were, just like yeah. them. They that were, was yeah. weird. Had a little hat and everything, yeah, a trench coat. There were a couple, actually. I think the twins. Creepy. Very strange. They were very. But here we see. The, the tuning. And, yeah. the, and they're like, exactly, we've got one that can see. Yeah, they're, they're trying like, to get him yeah. to sleep. He, he, yeah, sleep. Yeah, so they're trying <laughs> to put him to sleep, like they do all the humans. Yeah. Um, but he won't sleep. Yeah. And then they discover that he has their powers. Yeah, because he starts destroying the, uh, the, the ground underneath them, yeah. and they all start to fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, which is a fucking shock to that minute. Yeah, well, yeah, they had never been encountered this way. Yeah. Everyone just complies with their yeah. power. He, they're powerful. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Um, and then you see them in their fucking lair. Yeah. All these weird bold fuckers in the, with a the leather fetish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. They did. They had quite a fetish. Yeah. And uh, that's just the way it was. They that's all had just... red balls in their mouth and we had to uh, <laughs> try to get through that scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they, were, they were a weird looking bunch. They were. Yeah, they, uh, you realize quickly that there's something really dark in the city in the city in the city um but yeah you do you realize oh shit there's like this legion of these creatures like that's a good word legion and they're kind of all you know sitting in these stands yeah like it's some courthouse or meeting hall or yeah lair lair yeah exactly i mean it's it's such a confusing thing. I mean, especially at these points of the movie, like we're we're still in the part of the movie where we 
we're just getting all this information thrown at us, and we have uh-huh. no idea how it fits together yet. And I mean, we feel a lot like William Hurt does later on in the film. He's right, like, look yeah. at all these pieces. I try and put them together, and right. none of it makes sense. I try right. and put them together another way. Right. You know, it's just... It, yeah. I've seen it quite a lot, this, so it kind of makes sense. Um, but yeah, I get what you're saying. It, yeah. it, it's, uh, it's very disconnected, in it, and it's uh, storytelling. The one thing that's linear throughout is all, is all the clocks. Uh, and uh, I mean, I wouldn't suggest that these aliens can control time, though. But for some reason, every time, 12 o'clock at night, that's when they do this retuning. But they could control time because time was something that they created within this I own world. So. Yeah. so, I mean, I they were so. able to stop it and put everybody to sleep I and change so. things around, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. Rufus Sewell was able to, to live on their timeline. Yeah. You know, he was. They're just all construction John. workers, you know, they would just freeze time. It'll be easiest to build the city up and change it around. Uh-huh. But you find out, yeah, they all kind of use their brain power together to stop it. Yeah. yeah. And they get in this weird trance. Yeah. And damn it, it was freaky. It does. So, well, uh, after this little little fight or whatever, and, and they change around the city, he goes to meet Jennifer Connolly. He's, yes, he's, finally. He, he's got the keys to their apartment. Yeah, yeah. He goes so she and... comes home, and they have this moment. Because her memories are that he's a husband. Right. You know, and he's back or whatever. His memory, he doesn't have those memories. Well, her memory is also that she cheated on him. Yeah. And and he's he might be upset at her, and that's yeah. why he he took off. Yeah, that's so interesting that that, that uh, as we discover, I mean, that might not be true either. Right. Like, is anything that we've learned, uh, all any of our memories, are any of them real? You know. And why do we sleep? Interesting. I mean, sidebar: scientists still don't even know why we need sleep as human beings or as creatures. What, what do we do? What does our brain actually do? They, they believe that it's like a filter system. And yeah. It cleans out the crap. But the, nobody really understands. No, I mean... Well, it's interesting to think that it couldn't do it while you're awake. Yeah. You know, why couldn't it just function itself into operation? If you don't sleep, you'll die. Like yes. a solar panel or something. It's yeah? something, like, something like three solid days without sleep will, can cause permanent yeah. uh, change to your personality. I don't know, watching stuff like this makes you go, I wonder what happens. Well, yeah. During those times? Let's find out. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big look like Rufus. Big bag of cocaine and stay up. <laughs> He's awake. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah, know. it what, is. What goes on in our, in our subconscious mind? Wow. What, it is weird. What, what worlds are we creating and destroying? Uh, well, right. You and know? changing and, and manipulating. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I did think about this. I could wake up tomorrow and have all new memories, or I could have woken up today, and suddenly my memories are that I've been living here with you for a year, we've got the podcast network going on, and none of it could be true. Yeah. It could absolutely have just started this morning, yeah. and yet I have a year's worth of memories of doing all this you shit. You wake back up in your bed and like... In Texas, grade. I'm 11, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. going downstairs to start some homework. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you could be like... Bo- Bobby Ewing. <laughs> oh, sh- In the shower. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Do you remember that season in Dallas? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I mean, there was an entire season where Bobby Ewing wasn't in the show because yeah, he was I think, killed I think, off. Yeah, I think Miss Ellie died in this season yeah, or something. Yeah. Like some big events happened, yeah. and they got to the end of the season, they went, oh, no, no, forget it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Bobby Ewing woke up in the shower, and, yeah. and the next season continued on. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's funny. Genius. Well yeah. done. You never know. You really never know. Um, I think a Family Guy did that too at one point. 
Five. Oh. I don't know if it was like a, just one of their shows or a movie, but it ended with like a, like one of those, you know, late 80s American television show kind of characters, the yeah. mom and dad. It was them in a bed waking right. up, you know. Oh, yeah. That was um, that was the the season. Fi- the series finale was the two main characters woke up and everything in the series had been a dream. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> I, which is such a cheesy, stupid way to end the series in my. Well, it, it, maybe because it's just been done. It yeah. was probably original back in the day and now it's been done. And, you know, please don't do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sad. What if that's the reality, though? They're just like trying to tell people like it is just a dream. Uh, Wake up, people. This is how I'll it ends. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, so we start to see the interaction between uh, the John. strangers. The, oh yeah, 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 and, and the doctor. Okay, so right. Quite, he's in the pool. Yeah, remember. Yeah. So these these guys. There's a lot of water in this film. Yeah. Yes. For for characters that don't like the water, the yeah. water played a, a very prominent role. Yeah, yes. it's everywhere. Um, yeah. So they they they're clearly manipulating the doctor, but the doctor, you know, he's got his. He's trying to reach. Uh, John. Yes. Yeah. And in, in his own. Well, he's trying to. He's trying to. Because we find out that the doctor was trying to do something, and the the strangers are not happy that it didn't. It didn't work. And so he needs to try and Kiefer needs to try and get back to John in yeah. order to fix whatever went wrong. Yeah. As far as we know, at yeah. this point, we we get the sense that Kiefer's kind of a sinister type of character. Yeah. Was that when he was in the big hot tub? Yes. Yeah. 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 That thing was awesome. Yeah. I wonder where that was. Do you think they built that for the movie? Like something like that? Like possible. a huge... It, it's possible, yes. That's the only answer we can give you. Okay. Possible. Unfortunately. But well, yes, you know, I, I just mean, wonder what lengths they'll go, like whether they'd build that or they just About go find a really lengths? cool location. Twice around the pool, 100 lengths? Yeah. What? <laughs> he said, what lengths do they go to? Uh, oh, yeah. It's a swimming pool. Yes, 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 yes. But yeah, the, uh, when he was in there, Fuck the stranger him. basically uh, kind of belittles it. Like, he freaks him out. Yeah. He's scared. Kiefer's yeah. scared of this dude. Yeah. But at the same time, the stranger almost had this jealousy and mis- didn't understand why Kiefer would even be in this hot tub, like, just right. chilling yeah. out in there. Yeah. You know? But it's clear that the... the, the um, that the aliens are now the strangers are really uh, interested in John. Yeah, they're interested in somebody who can supposedly tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's scary to them, which it which it would be, you know. And um, we we start to see see more of uh, the the Walensky. Yeah, the Walensky character. Yeah, we we John Hurt the the detective goes to visit him, and and you see these these things drawn and written on the wall. I mean, yeah. you see this in movies all the time where. You've got a character that knows more than all the other characters, uh-huh. and he's painted as a as a kind of a crazy man. Yeah, and that's definitely what's happening here. He's locked himself in. What's his name? Wazinski. Walensky. Walensky was uh, was locked in his own room, and he had the he drawn the the spirals and the yeah. words illusion and and everything. Yeah, and everything you know. kind of went from his office being really crazy to I guess this was his house. Yes, and he just lost it. I mean, yeah. he was just. Uh, a rat in a cage. Who knows he's a rat in a cage? That's true. Well, yeah. It, 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 well, rat in a maze. Rat in a maze. Yeah. yeah well, he yeah. says mouse some, in a maze. He says something amazing. Like he, he's, and this is just like the Matrix. He, he says that he believes that he's he will wake up from where he is, and this life that he's living right now is going to be a dream. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's waiting for this moment. He, he's just. It's it's like a lucid dream to him. He's woke up in the dream. And he's and he's waiting 
for the next time he wakes because he is just acutely aware that that is a separate, different reality to yes. what he's in. Yes. I mean, who know, how, how did he get to that point, I wonder? I, I don't know what I, what I would do if I ever experienced that. You'd shit your pants. <laughs> I just, I mean, but, but then coming back, it, it, almost as if, you know, if I were able to lucid dream, I mean, the first time I'd do it, it would probably freak me out so badly I'd be scared to go back to yeah, sleep. Yeah. You know, I, it, would be, it would be so weird. And so I can only imagine something that literally is him waking up into a separate reality and then being sucked back into your, your dream oh, yeah. reality. All you'd want to do is get back there. Yeah. If it's that real. Yeah. I mean, you can't go back. I mean, I think that's what made his memory so powerful. You know, you kind of skip these snippets where yeah. he knows stuff, you know, he, he knows something's off. You do. You see, what Murdoch? You start seeing flashes mm-hmm. of, the, of the childhood and the beach, the and beach all that home, home and all yeah. that. Yeah, and then it's interesting because they're all in vibrant color. Yes, mm-hmm. sunlight. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because the most of this world is just dark and dingy. Yeah, uh, yeah, muted colors. Very gothic in it. Yeah. Well, it is. It is. It's like Gotham City. You know, it's like it watching is. Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah, felt very much like that. And so Tim Burton, if he had anything to do with this movie in the shadows, <laughs> he did all, he did all the stage design. No, I don't know. Yeah, it is a little bit like Tim Burton's yeah. Batman: The World. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, an unreal kind of kind of landscape, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. But the the there's an an amazing shot as well uh, where we see the strangers at this plant analyzing human artifacts from 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 the lives that they're creating yes. god damn alex proyas you have fucking jam-packed this movie with so much <laughs> stuff this is an amazing scene so they're, they're almost standing like in a factory production line and there's like a conveyor the, the strangers belt. we're talking about the strangers, the strangers here, right yeah, yeah. yeah the strangers in this weird amphitheater that, that they're in uh they're all uh, they're like worker bees you know just like yeah. just like factory workers standing around this fucking conveyor belt santa's elves yeah exactly yeah but what's on here is just like human kind of artifacts just just like you know a pocketbook yeah and, you know an old watch or something yeah. a teddy bear teddy bear yeah, yeah. and they are they, they have confiscated these things from these pseudo lives that they've created for these people to try and understand why they're collecting them what makes an individual collect a teddy bear rather than a, i don't know like a toy dog or just trying to understand why people are making separate individual choices looking at these artifacts like for instance i mean i bought this red fucking bong if (laughs) if you if you went to the bong shop you might have bought a different one entirely yeah and you might have picked out another one entirely Mm -hmm. so that's like having this on the conveyor belt looking at that and trying to figure out it's like why did martin choose this one instead Mm -hmm. of this one yeah i'll say look because it's small and it's compact and the color appeals to the you. The color I'm sure. appeals mm-hmm. to me. It's got an amber look to it. Yeah, uh, but it, th- what it what it shows me is how alien their understanding of what it is to be human and the choices that we make. Why we are drawn to certain things. Sure, they're trying to understand this. That's that was why I, that was what I thought. They weren't trying to harvest people's souls. They were trying to understand what the hell a soul is. Yeah. Because if you have a soul, it it could potentially lead to eternal life yeah. in in one form or fashion yeah. if they are a dying species yeah. and they know that if they die their hive mind expires and they're done for if yeah. they can get some sort of emotional connection or something like that that's kind of where I, that was, what i saw throughout the movie is as, as being their their driving force i may have been totally wrong though 
Yeah, well, yeah, I think that's right. They were trying to understand what it was to be human, what the human soul was, but they were looking in the wrong place. And yeah. it's something that, that they could never achieve, really. Well, they were trying to do it through through mixing memories, taking everybody's collective memories mm. and mixing them in, in test tubes and injecting everybody with this like cocktail of, of a life yeah. and these backstories and memories and yeah. seeing what they can do seeing with them. Seeing what they did, yeah. yeah. What they collected, what happened with them, and then, and then extracting this data and trying to understand what makes a person a person that's that's so interesting i mean it is an experiment it is it's a fascinating concept yeah it really is just a big science lab it is yeah well uh, again rats in a maze yeah but yeah i mean you you really wouldn't uh you wouldn't be able to tell i guess you would i guess if i guess if somebody passed and they died, and you went into the house, and all that was left was the the things that they surrounded themselves with. Stuff, their yeah. stuff. I guess you'd get some sense of who they were. Yeah, it'd be interesting. You'd hmm. kind of dig into. Definitely, it's like everyone has different tastes. I guess you know? so. I guess you'd get. I guess you'd get. But we're human, so we'd understand that. Yes. But from an alien perspective, I mean, would would you get a grasp on on what this? what the core of this person was, what, what motivated him, you know? Well, that was what Kiefer was trying to say to, to the detective. Um, he said, you know, I, I study personalities, and I can tell you a lot about it. You know, he starts to, to analyze William Hurt's character. And yeah. He says he's probably a very lonely character. So that, that's him actually being able to apply logic to somebody's actions and behaviors and personality and kind of get some idea of who they are on the inside, which, yeah. you know, these, these creatures were not able to do. No. Which was interesting because they still had the ability to create. So it was just fascinating to see how they were so concerned with why human beings would have this ability, but when they had the same ability to do it, you know? To do? To create, because they were creating all these buildings, they were moving them around, they were doing things yeah. with their mind, of creating doors, walking through, you know what I mean? They were yeah. doing stuff. Just, I mean, what made, made the alien creature design a green door versus a blue door, right. you know? So, Are you saying that creativity is one of the main essences of humanity? Definitely, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that is, so. yeah, yeah. I mean, we all create, no matter if someone sees himself as an artist or... We do, just, absolutely. I, keep the books at this company, you know, you're still doing an art form where you're yeah. so good with numbers and you're organizing something. That's true. You know, that's, that is art, you well, know, life is art. I, 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 I subscribe to that. Hmm. Absolutely. Interesting. Doesn't mean you like chiseling from that, that statue. <laughs> chiseling out little tiny penises on Greek statues. But yeah, I mean, people, some people really, whatever they hone in on that, that is our art, you know, even if it's, it's just a job somewhere, you know, that's what's crazy about it to me. But the thing that they were lacking is they were they didn't have an individual perspective. So right. so if there was create if they were creating art collectively, they were That's all true, creating yeah. the same art. Yes, piece. Mm-hmm. yes. They didn't so have were, the individuality yeah, of it. Yes, there, there was there was no uh, separate objectivity to anything that, yeah. that was created. See, I think art is art is also based on intention. And, and people that drone on and, and, and just crunch numbers or just push a button in a factory or stuff like that, I, I'd have a hard time relating that to art. Yeah, but if right. you're somebody who enjoys those things, you know, I mean, that may be 
their most important task that they fucking want to do, you know? And that's yeah, but not that, s- that would maybe that's because they, I don't know. I'm saying in this in this circumstance to- right now, yes, people, it's just a job. Yeah. No one's really thinking about it that way. Yeah. But it does take a level of perfection for someone to even do that, to even choose to like stand at a thing and do this or that, you know, for perfection. Explain that. That's, I'm Uh, I'm just trying to understand what your, your thought process is. Like people's abilities to put themselves in hellacious uh, realities and continue to do it. And I mean, they have to be loving to to people and they have to, and people are not loving to people. uh, Not everybody. No, right. Right. The majority of people are, I think deep down. For sure. Yeah. We've yeah. been taught in our world that there's love and hate and there's hell and there's heaven. Like we were programmed growing up. So we don't, we've never lived a life without those things. Yeah. You know, so these films to me all always show you like, look, if things are crafted, we're crafting your own reality. So the reality you think you own is not yours. It's something that was given to us. Yeah. So what is reality in these movies all the time are like, I always think about them. I'm like, well, fuck. Yeah, our reality was crafted. So would people die at 200 years old if we weren't told we were going to die at 80 or 90? Uh, you know? There you go, you see. I don't know. Like if we grew up always believing different things that were more positive, more, yeah. uh, you know. And I guess you can make the argument, well, life actually t- shows you that, you know, it's proven itself to be shitty. And it's proven, you know, humanity is not good and, and all these things. But I don't know. I think it's um, the the city that was created in Dark City, the, the world that was constantly shifting and yeah. was manipulated and yeah. created by these creatures is a parallel to the society that you're born into. Yeah. You know, because it's a, it's a very old, archaic structure. A lot of it, you know, a newborn baby comes out today. It knows nothing about the fucking banking <laughs> system. No. Or, you know, how money controls this and how no. certain families own this piece and, and you know, and, and you must work. You know, we're all, we're all born into slavery, you know? That's true. Uh, a newborn baby doesn't have any of these preconceived ideas. So we're born into a structure just like this like this world is and yeah. I think this, what this movie is saying is uh, remember your individuality you don't have to be a part of the swarm no not at all yeah. not at all I mean every day you could wake up and have a, a new lease on life a new outlook mm-hmm. I mean a, a newborn baby knows nothing of, of these ancient things that have been going on for thousands of years you know like, like financial systems and yeah. corruption and all that kind of stuff but it also has no knowledge of the iPhone 6 Plus, which is, you know, eight months old or yeah. all this technology that's yeah. around. So, yeah. you know, it, it is starting fresh from a new slate and it is being fed all of this different type of stuff. So yeah. it, it's, you know, you I don't know. I think the important I think the, you're right, Joe, the, the creativity is a very innate part of humanity. But I think it needs to be it needs to be coaxed and, and encouraged and, and you know. Oh, definitely, yeah. It is. That's the thing, is it's uh, being coaxed and encouraged in a pretty dark way, you know, and uh, I do ah, feel but like... I don't, I, see, again, I disagree with you. I think that, I think that the things that are being coaxed and, and, and prodded along is zombification yeah. and, and anti-creation. I mean, war and destruction. That, yeah. is, that is what's being, being pushed on people, and that's mm. what was kind of... Uh, it's not necessarily what was being pushed on the people in Dark City, but it could very easily have been. Oh, absolutely. You know, they could have implanted all these memories. I mean, it was constantly nighttime. Yeah. Mm. It was a very dark, oppressive world. Exactly. We also, at a certain point when he's, uh, he eventually, John eventually goes to visit his uncle. 
Mm-hmm. You know, he finds a way to to because nobody can remember how to get to beach uh, to Shell Beach. Shell Beach. Yeah. And he finally visits his uncle, and he realizes is that is that clock right? And the uncle says, "Yeah, it's been keeping perfect time." Yeah. Because it's never been day. You know, it's never yeah. been daytime. So yeah. Yeah. so John was one of the first people to point out that this whole movie has taken place at night. Yeah. That's yeah. when he sees the, his book and all his memories weren't inside the book. Yeah. Right? Blank and, pages. And he, mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, the, the uncle recounts some story where he got burnt as a child. He has no scar. Yeah, exactly. His old goes, goes to his old room and he realizes everything's a lie. All these memories are a lie. Yeah. There's nothing actually here. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. But, it's, but what's good is like the cop. The more the more they do the tuning, and yeah. and they and the city starts to rearrange. He has this one moment where where the everybody just boom falls asleep. Yeah, <laughs> where mm-hmm. fucking yeah yeah heading your plate. <laughs> well, you know what but I mean? but cars slow down, slow down, and mm-hmm. stop. Everybody's yeah. still safe. Yeah, yeah. Slows down like a Disney ride. <laughs> Did but, you ever see Flash? I'm sorry to interrupt. Keep going. Yeah, no, go for it. Did you ever see Flash Forward? Flash forward, I did not. It was a TV series that uh, everybody blacks out. And the, oh, the series starts. The series starts. This. Joseph Fiennes is in it. And uh, the series starts. And, and it's everybody waking up from this cata- catastrophic event where planes have crashed and uh, everybody's cars have crashed. Everybody had fallen asleep much in the same way. Uh, and so it kind of reminded me of that, except all the cars just gently, slow just to, a stop. to a stop. You know, it's like on a cloud, yeah. you know. It wouldn't be that way in real life. Yeah, no. Cars crashing everywhere. Yeah, but this was in real life too, though. Remember, I mean, this is fully, fully created, so it could very well fully happen. This world. could happen every single day. That's true, and yeah. we don't know it. Wow. Because if you think about it, it's you go to sleep and then you wake up, and there's no. You might not necessarily have any any knowledge that there was any gap in time there. No. So it's you're just. Yeah. Plus, you've got new memories. Yeah, but the cop on the city's tuned. He wakes up and he looks in his coffee cup. Yes. And there's this, this swirling. And he's starting to realize something is not right here. Right, right. Yeah. That's, that, that's why I thought it was a pattern. You yeah. Know? And then uh, John is uh, yeah, he's on his way to, uh, to Shell Beach. And he meets Walensky at the train station. Yes. Oh, yeah. And his only solution to get out of this... He jumps in front of the train. Yeah, he goes, I yeah. found a way out. Found yeah. a way out. Yeah, because you can't get to Shell Beach. The yeah. only way to get to Shell Beach is on the express train, and the express train, to, train yeah. doesn't stop. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, this is just a, just a mass illusion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a, could you imagine waking up with this realization that, like, okay, I'm like, um, this reality is not real. I'm basically like a game character. Yeah, I can, I can just take myself out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You hit a you hit a checkpoint, and if you die, you're gonna respawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Groundhog Day. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. another one of those movies. Yeah, you know, I guess that's that's the point that he had come to. Like this this world is so hollow and so fake uh, that that my life is just an illusion. I have to see what's on the other side of this yeah. because what's here, I know all of what's here. Yeah, there's nothing new for me here. Yeah, it's good. It's good because that's the other side of what what makes you human. You yeah, know? yeah. This this limited lifespan that we have and what does lie beyond? I wonder if these these strangers and these aliens had some kind of insight into what happened to their species. You know, because they were hmm. di- they were dying yes. and they were clinging on. I mean, this is why they were experimenting with the humans. They wanted to. They wanted to live again or live forever. So yeah. maybe, maybe their version of of the afterlife or death. Maybe there's nothing. Maybe it's blank. Maybe that's why. Well, you kind of when 
uh, spoilers, you jump to the end of the movie, but when William Hurt eventually gets sucked into the, into the, the ethos, um, mm, that yeah. you kind of just leave him and I mean, he kind of, he kind of tumbles away yeah. and you never really know what happens. So yeah. it kind of, it kind of parallels that. There was a casualty in this movie. Yeah. Just one. <laughs> <laughs> he even helped him. It's when he finally got to the very end of the road yeah. and it was the big poster of Shell Beach and they ended up ripping the poster off and then breaking through and it was the void. Yeah, it was. It was space. That's when, that's when, that's when you saw it. So you realize it's a sh- massive ship. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the 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 Shell Beach ref, uh, it only exists in this fucking poster. Right. It's it's some something of a of a not a red herring. That's not the right word for it. Well, it might be the right word for it. I mean, okay. Shell Beach. A MacGuffin. Yeah. I mean, it's what what is the what's the definition of a MacGuffin? Like a plot device that really it 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 follows you like on a on a merry little dance, but it doesn't really have any weight to it. it don't really mean anything. Okay. It, so so yeah. But they did show it at the end. I mean, there it was did. they they well, created it created he created it he created a version yeah. of it. But yeah. but Shell Beach was a MacGuffin for his for his whole search throughout yeah, this movie. It, was, it wasn't it, really it was. wasn't irrelevant to the movie. It no. was very relevant to the movie. Yeah. But it was irrelevant to his life because. Because it did not exist. It yeah. wasn't a yeah. real place. Yeah. But everybody knew of it. Everybody had been there. Yeah. But nobody could remember how to get there. Yeah. And that, so, yeah. Uh, here's, a, here's an important part is um, when the strangers realize, shit, like, he's really powerful. What are we going to do? How are we going to stop him? And the coerced um, Kiefer into helping him. The decision was made that Richard O'Brien should, should whoa. That was me. <laughs> That Richard O'Brien should be implanted. Yes, with uh, with John's memories. With John's memories. So, which again weren't real sh- memories. It was just a cocktail that Kiefer had created. Yeah, but right? but what was attached to those memories was actual feelings and emotions. Yeah, he freaking lost it at that point. He just, you know, when he was filled with his other thoughts. Well, this he is the, he had a creepy. He and, had a taste. He had a taste yeah. of individuality. Yeah, yeah. He he unplugged from the rest of the Borg. He, he actually unplugged from the Matrix. Yeah. He, he unplugged from the hive mind. Well, and he got a sense of what it was to be an individual. He he, he was following uh, Jennifer Connolly around. Yeah. He he went to meet her at the place where she met John, and he had those shared memories, which was freaking her out. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. So he got this taste, like. Yeah, he oh. went and killed May. He went back to uh, he did through the memories and yeah. found they, he was trying to trying to track John through his memories, thinking he's going to be going to places that are familiar to him. Right, right, yeah. But but the memories weren't. See, Mister Hand was the was the epitome. Yeah, Mister Handy. Uh, <laughs> he was the epitome of what their experiment, what they thought they were going to get out of their yeah. experiment. Yeah. The yeah. he became. The sum of all of his memories. If That's you right. implant memories of somebody being a murderer, is that person going to become a murderer? Yeah. And he did. He did. Because there's no way yeah. that they could have had the memory yeah. of John going to May's house because it happened after he was awakened. Yeah. So, so it was just something he followed a couple of clues and then he decided to kill this lady. Because that's what John uh-huh. does. Yeah. You uh-huh. know, this, this John cocktail. That uh, oh yeah, you know. that's so crazy. And it, was it the was it the feelings and the emo- was it the emotions that the the strangers were lacking? Does that mean that the, 
I, yeah, I guess so. I mean, because they were messing with people, but they were like Christoph Waltz from uh, Inglorious Bastards. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, from Zero, Zero Theorem. Zero Theorem. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what the guy looked like. Well, and and Jennifer Connelly also said, um, uh, "You can't fake love." There you go. Yeah. Which you know, that's a theme running through Interstellar. Right. Interstellar. The whole the whole point of yeah. of the time space continuum yeah. type of shit yeah. was love and and yeah. and being able to find that connection to a, a, a singular point or yeah. some, some sort of memories yeah. and like kind of manipulate the world around you because of that yeah um so that i yeah i can very well see that they were lacking the ability to have any sort of emotional connection because that's one with, thing that makes us human isn't it that yeah. our ability to love Again, you could look in a room, uh, you know, if somebody died and you could look at all my shit, but you wouldn't know how I loved or who I loved. Yeah. Or what, no. it, or what people meant to me. You could tell you could tell what movies you liked. Yeah. And what kind of shit I'd accumulated. What how many yeah. fucking pair of night trainers I had. And, <laughs> what type what I mean? of weed you liked. Yeah, yeah, what type of ganja I was smoking yeah. before I cocked it. But, yeah. but even then, I, I think even then <laughs> <laughs> But not much else. But even then, though, like when someone's going through your stuff like that, yeah. there's always a side of a human that's so curious and just like, wow, okay. You see it. And then regardless of who you were as a person, a human being has the capability to see it and be kind of pleased by it. Like, uh, yeah. not pleased, but like... Uh, well, they make their own emotional connections. Say, they, probably yeah, stuff. Yeah. they probably make up their own stories. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, because that's what we do. It's like, ooh, this guy really likes some kind of offbeat movies. But another person would be like, dude, this guy loves some fucking awesome movies. Yeah. And this dude loves weed, man. <laughs> Just digging through your shit. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody else like, where's that junkie fucker? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The, the, the strangers, I, I imagine they would come in and see facts. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That was an interesting scene. So uh, Murdoch, um, he got arrested, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, well, uh, yeah, he was arrested so much as like the he was he was in the alley with the with the strangers, and there was no way out. And then yeah. suddenly the car pulls up. Car it's like pulls get up. in, yeah. just carry yeah, in, but, Moss. Yes, yeah. you know, I mean, you know, it's so, true. And but they have him. But they the, did go to the station. They, yes. go, they go to the station, and here's the cop. He's trying to figure this out. And and John Murdoch there, he levitates the book. Yes, and he's yes. going explain this shit. How can I do this? How can I do this? If this if 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 this world is what you see yeah, because because freaking he got mad at him you know for yeah. telling him the truth like yeah. the what he's experiencing and it yeah. wasn't good enough it was kind of waking him up and he was just like he got angry about it yeah. you know and yeah. then he shattered the glass didn't he uh well, he met he met with jennifer connelly uh um, yes that's right in the in, the, in like the the way to the little thing. yeah they had the little telephone call and that's what she, she said and, and he's saying to her Everything, even you cheating on me, everything that you think you are is just a fucking illusion. Uh, it's probably. Uh, did he imply at that point that even their relationship was probably, yeah. probably faked? Yeah. I mean, and that's something that I, I was like, okay, yeah, good. Yeah, and then good. she said, I knew you, that. you can't fake love, and he's, he's, he said, like, you can. Yeah, and then he shattered the glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, it's like gosh. Sh- it's like shattering. Because it's a chemical, it's a chemical reaction in your yeah. brain. Love is a chemical reaction in your brain. Emotions yeah. are chemical reactions in your brain. Well, and sometimes it's, 
we do are we i mean the whole theme of the film are we more than a sum of our memories yes because you know you, you can become very familiar with somebody you know and and you have a lot of experiences with that other person yeah and that can develop into this love thing you know yeah I mean? but it's it's really uh, it's, it's all tied in and all attached to the memories that, that yeah right. well yeah. those are the things those that is why the experiment didn't go according to yeah. plan i mean i'm yeah. sure we've already covered this but the the emotions the chemical reactions in our brain are the reason they were the the uh, unknown element that already existed within us that all these chemicals had to you know all these memories had to react with yeah and yeah. therefore it's going to be an emotional it- interpretation of these memories yeah. and, and people still get to choose he said very early on in the movie he's like i'm still me and i'm not a murderer uh-huh. yeah which i I, did, I found myself thinking how do you know yeah well, well i think it was it was the moment where he just he saw the little girl you know and he was like he was kind of trying to will himself into doing it. Like, if this right. is who I am in my memories. Well, he was trying to test himself. He was trying to see if he mm-hmm. had it in him. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And he couldn't do it. He just... Uh... He left. But uh-huh. the question is, was it the little girl in the room that caused him to stop? Uh, maybe. Had yeah. she not been there, would he have committed and carried, a, carried on with the, you know... Mm. Alex Price, you're invited on the show. Explain this fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> please, please, please do. Yeah. So the cop... Uh, they they confront Kiefer. They confront Kiefer. Yeah. Well, yeah. So he's got uh, he's got this syringe ready for him. You don't know at this point whether Kiefer's on a level or whether he's is shady. You've got some. So yeah. We're back yeah. at that that pool, and he pulls out this syringe and he says, "I'm gonna help you." He says, "I can teach you how how to tune, how to enhance these abilities. Use this syringe." Yeah. And he, take, he takes it, he puts it in his pocket. And well, because cop- we've seen these syringes as yeah. something that completely changes your personality yeah. and, and your memories and yeah. stuff. So, so I at least was thinking, oh, I don't know, I wouldn't, wouldn't trust him. And I'm yeah. sure John was thinking the yeah. same thing. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, but they the make, the make him take him to the seal, the... The Shell Beach. Yeah. Side. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where. Oh, you're... right. Okay. Yes. That's how they, they, they got in a little boat. They got in the little mm-hmm. boat. You know, in a, this, go- they a gondola. Be, yeah. <laughs> they got there and said there used to be a bridge here. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, see, that reminds me of Truman Show. Yeah. Because yeah. in the Truman Show, there's Truman a... Show is brilliant. Yeah. You should watch that one. When that did that one come one. out? Uh, Was that around the same time, too? Possibly. Have a look. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Look that up. Yeah. But they do. You're right. They find, they find Shell Beach. Which is a giant plastered, yeah. you know, uh, decal on 98. brick wall. Ninety-eight. Wow. Yeah. So this, dude, that's this is, interesting. This is ninety-eight. That's ninety-eight. The Matrix is ninety-nine. Yeah. These, these, these ideas that were in the in the public consciousness at that point. That's and so yet we're still we're still seeing movies that are dealing with the same yes. kind of uh-huh. kind of thoughts. I mean, uh-huh. gosh, our listeners might be completely bored of of the the subject matters, but <laughs> I think I think it's important for us to be seeing all these movies and being I able like to make it. these connections because oh, like it just it. shows you how in our face it actually is. It I, is. Lo- I love these topics. I like to be challenged by them. I think it's fascinating, and the fact that there's no answer it, uh, that would drive some people mad. Some people are black and white. Yes. I am all gray. Honestly, <laughs> Yeah. I really am. I I don't live black and white. You're a gray. I, I Is that gray. what you're saying? Yeah, Holy shit! Gray. Oh my god! For yeah. me, for he's me. unzipping. Yeah. <laughs> he's slimy. He's touching me. He's licking on my arm. He's feeding. <laughs> I can't. But yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I 
People that's like how to Martin know. started feasting on the, <laughs> the three of them on the air. That's people the, want to know. The last show that ever came out. Yeah. People want to know answers. People and do. People like black and white. There's not an answer here. There's no answer. There's no answer to these topics. And I don't know. I could go around in circles. I think they're designed I, I to make like people it. think, though. They like, are. who are you? And what? It, what? What yeah. is a memory? What is reality? You know? Who are you? I love it. Honestly. Yeah. So they. So they. And this is the big reveal in it. So they. they uh, he destroys the wall with his fucking tuning mind power, uh, and uh, boom. You're well, right, he starts he starts beating with with pipes at first, and I'm like, uh, okay, yeah. this is gonna take a while. I think and that then he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he third eyed it, he third eyed it. <laughs> yeah. Boom, you're in space. Yeah, you're in fucking yeah. space. Then you reveal we're on a ship. Mm-hmm. That was definitely part of uh, like like zero theorem esque, you know, yeah. for yeah. me. Yeah, you know, kind of seeing that. Yeah, it was gorgeous. They did a great job. Like. Again, for 98, I thought all the graphics looked pretty awesome. They yeah. did. They held up. I, uh, I agree. I thought they looked... I mean, if you think about it, the Matrix had double this budget. Yeah. <laughs> I think they also scored, too, because the way they filmed it, the way it looked versus when they would actually do all the CGI shit, yeah. Yeah. it was just such a difference. So that's... I don't know. That's how I kind of enjoyed the whole thing was there yeah. were really two far extremes. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, it, it, you had to... I guess to to tell certain parts of the story, they had to be CG, and so you had to have something that that you know it was going to look different. So it needed to just look that much different to mm-hmm. to kind of show you that yeah, I mean we're living in a in a movie set, yeah, or these people are living in a movie set yeah. almost yeah. like Sin City style, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. So they get him, uh, the strangers. William Hurt uh, ends up. He ends up thrown out, out. Thrown out the space. <laughs> yeah. um, and didn't one of the didn't one of the strangers? One of the well? fellas went out. Yeah, well, they were yeah. they were they wrestling. Yeah. You know. And um, <laughs> uh, I guess uh, Richard O'Brien or one of the strangers takes uh, Jennifer Connelly hostage, and that that's leverage. Yeah, to right. say, look, you better come with me. And he has that speech, and he goes, "Well, what makes you think that I care about her?" She's probably just something that you've implanted. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And. Um, but of course he did care. You know, yeah. so he allowed mm-hmm. himself to be taken with her. Yeah. And then we come into the last swan song in the, uh, the film here and, and he's on that, strapped to that machine. He's mm-hmm. strapped to the, he's strapped to the giant they, wheel. They Kiefer's, realize. Kiefer's wearing a steel dress. Yeah, he is. For some reason. <laughs> it was like, it didn't really, I guess it kind of keeps him, keeps him immobile, but he I could think, still kind of walk yeah, around and do stuff. But he's he just like wearing this giant it was cage. odd as fuck. It yeah, was like it was. some medieval torture yes. shit that yeah. we were looking at the other day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, so they they shut down the experiment. They did. They go. They go. We found it. John is the John is the focus of this now because the, the he is he is who we've been looking for. This is how wrong they've got it that they want him to become a part of them so they can share his soul. Yes, right. Which is right really- as a dying society. That's what you have to have. Yeah. You have you're gonna jump on the first thing that you think is gonna save you. But again, the girl gonna lose their individuality. Yes. Again, and he's right. gonna lose his individuality. Yes. Everything that makes him him is gonna disappear. They're gonna assimilate. Yeah. Once they all assimilate, so yeah, the the com- Borg. Yeah, they're Oof. completely lost. But old Kiefer, he does the old switcheroo. Mm-hmm. He does well. They because they have this this velvet lined box that has this black yeah. goo in yeah. in one of the syringes, and you're like, oh man, they're gonna inject him with the 
the, he had the, the syringe DNA. from that the one he took earlier yeah. from the pool. From the mm-hmm. pool. Yes, right. This yeah. is a. Ama- I love this part when when you see visually uh, all these memories that um, that John Murdoch is having. Yeah, and Kiefer has inserted himself into all the yes. memories. Yeah, yeah, because he he injected him with the with the good memories, and suddenly you realize Kiefer has has created these memories yeah. and injected himself to teach John to teach how, to, how to. But to it's like an instantaneous thing. It's, it's just like in the Matrix when he downloads how to fly yeah. a helicopter. It is. I know it's Kung Fu. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what it is, it's right? It's exactly that, yeah. It's Gosh. exactly that. Wow. It's, I love that. I think that's fucking I great. Was, it was so yeah. good. It, it looks was, great. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. That and was then, awesome. And then it turns into just like this fucking sci-fi battle, and it's this fucking uh, oh, it's Yoda versus Christopher Lee. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Absolutely. I still stand by uh, Harry Potter and Voldemort. I did, I did see right, a Harry yeah. Potter Voldemort kind of thing, you know, because it, it looks like it, but... At the at the you know, they're fighting with their mental powers and throwing yeah. shit around, mm-hmm. and and the the whole city's starting to break apart. And then suddenly it's like you know you get their big moment, but instead of with weapons or or blasters or lightsabers or wands or something, <laughs> they're just standing there. Yeah, yeah with their just like <laughs> their third eyes are totally yeah. touching tips. You know, yeah, I mean, even if there had been some sort of glow <laughs> coming out, it, it would have just been. But it just. You know, I mean, that was that was a a, a slight uh, production kind of yeah, kind of thing so. on that. You know, but, but so. whatever. It was the, just like a pulse one. I yes. liked. It. Have you ever seen? It a, was good. I've seen a movie called Scanners. Right now, oh. it's a David Cronenberg movie. No, but I, I the I end know is end about. is quite like that. It's just two no. guys, just like, like shit faces, <laughs> like staring at each other, yeah. staring at each other, <laughs> and eventually they swap bodies. But, but if a, you think about it, that's all that it would need to be. Yeah. If you're having a mental battle with somebody, yeah. all you need to do is not even necessarily look them in the eye, but for a movie, you want to have them doing something. And I wrote one word down here, like as the city's collapsing, yeah, there's like kind of this beam that comes down. Uh, I guess it must be the machine that's within or something. And okay. everybody starts to float. Did you notice this? Like Murdoch starts to float. And I, I, the one word I've written is rapture. Oh, oh yeah. wow. All right. Yeah. All right. It was his Neo scene when all of a sudden he was like, had all the powers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was, it was, it was what was controlling the, the world was suddenly kind of being upended and, and, yeah. and disassembled. Yeah. You know, Yeah, absolutely. And he, 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 he that, that moment is he he stops the knife, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the knife. Hello, the knife is uh, is projected at him from uh, what's he called the other guy? I see. I don't. I don't remember what the the, the head stranger guy. Yeah. the head stranger. The yeah. old man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He turns it around and boom. I guess he he he's won at that point. He did. He absolutely did. He, he kind of became everything, didn't he? He uh, became the architect. Ian of Richardson. This world. Was it Mister Bach? Book. Mr. Book. Mr. Book. Mr. Book. Is that yes. who it was? Yeah. 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 I so. Yeah, he becomes he becomes the, the architect of this world. He does. He does. Well, I, and it's not even but he didn't necessarily even need to take responsibility for it. He just he he rid it of uh of the oppressors, essentially. He did. Mm-hmm. He did and created the world that he wanted. And uh, uh Richard O'Brien comes at the end, yeah. Mr. Hand, and he's like, yeah, this, this didn't work. I'm yeah. dying. Like, this wasn't a good idea. You yeah. Know, I, I can't be whatever you are. Well, it wasn't, um, oh, I keep forgetting his name, Rudger Hauer at the end of Blade Runner. Right. He had that same kind of, same kind of understanding um, of what was going on yeah, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of an honorable death for such a, for such a, a, a stalwart villain in yeah. this movie. Yeah. You're kind of like, all right, all right, good on you. You know, yeah. fair fight. 
you yeah. know, which yeah. which I I think it was because at a certain point, if you're if you are truly beaten, and this was he was beaten by mem- you know, mental powers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you kind of have to you kind of have to let it be. Yeah. So he ends up flooding, creating an ocean. It does, and all the water, I guess, just comes spilling out from wherever it came from and from was, his mind. It was very much a flat Earth. It was kind of a maybe. Kind of a uh, maybe maybe this world. is the beginning of the world that we're on right now. It's true. It's true. Yeah, and he, he does he turn this 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 uh, ship round so it can face the sun. Yeah, yeah, he did. He he created daylight and uh, and went and and hung out with Jennifer Connelly out by the beach. Yeah. <laughs> why, why wouldn't? He? Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he was going going to keep it sunlight at all times now, or I if wonder. he was ever going to return to night. Yeah, know? well, here's, a, here's an interesting question I'll post He's got his you. charms at night, you know? Because they, yes. um, they, they have asked uh, Alex Proyas whether he would do a sequel, and he, he always poses the question, a philosophical question, like, where would you go with John Murdoch's character? Would he get a god complex at this point? And he kind of believed... Alex Prius, who wrote these characters, that he would probably turn evil. Yeah, I mean, ultimate power, yeah. ultimately yeah. corrupts. I guess, I guess that's. Uh, I wonder if that's what would happen. That the world would be something like ours, and he would be. This well, especially if he is the one who has that ultimate power. Yeah, yeah interesting. Know. The alternative was just to be creating a utopia, and then it probably wouldn't make for. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> You got to have the monkeys coming, you know, freaking through the forest, killing all the humans. Um, yeah. So here's a little quote from uh, Alex uh, Proyas. He says about this film, uh, I never really understood the concept of infinity. I think it's something that human beings find very hard to grasp. And I guess in my simplistic human mind, I feel like there's got to be a boundary to all this somewhere. There's got to be an end to it all. For me, Dark City is a film of hope and optimism. It has a firm belief in the individual winning over the mass mind. And I think that's a very important feeling to have in this world. Oh, fantastic. I, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, ah, but, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I guess I do agree. I mean, the, the, the masses are more powerful, though, than, than an individual. So I, is there, uh, there's, there's kind of a, a weird It's the hundredth monkey scenario, those. you know? It's like when one person kind of becomes aware of stuff you can talk to other people about things you know it's like because we're always growing up you know we were all kids at one point making Mm. stupid ass choices and but they all lead you to the next phase of enlightenment for yourself you know however you learn and whatever gets you to actually take in i guess new information individuals have to be able to walk along their own path towards truth and that truth is going to be truth truth it's not going to be somebody's version of the truth it's not going to be all that kind of stuff i mean ultimately everybody's the, the, the purpose of an individual's life should be to seek out what is absolutely true and real and, and you know, live their life uh, to, the, to their fullest, to its fullest. In and, a way that makes sense to them. Yes, not in a way that makes sense to somebody who's controlling all yeah. of them. Or, uh, yes, or to okay. everybody else, or the sheep, or the masses. I can see that, yes. Yeah, yes. You, you have your own individual. That's why social to- media is so dangerous, dude. I mean, that's yeah. why all there is of that a hive kind of mind stuff. on social media. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, that's why Ex Machina. That's that's how he created her her mm. brain, her consciousness, pulled from everybody's Google searches and and yeah. social media and everything. Yeah. So that is what is happening here. Is everybody is 
pooling their 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 zombified, you know, kind of hive mind mentalities. And eventually that's going to be able to to be put into a piece of software that can can take it and run with it. Yeah, but we don't all think the same. No, absolutely know? not. I mean, we, we really don't. You, yeah. you can't. That, and that's the whole thing. You can't, you can't just put us all in a box and just label us as one thing. No. There's bound to be just a renegade and then somebody else that, that just doesn't think like yeah. everybody else. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically everybody does and should, but, but you know, it's just easier. I guess it's some easier to are, turn your brain off. Yeah, I mean, some when you people look, are easy, easily, easily led. Yeah. Because you know, it, it, it's, if you want to be an individual and you go your own way, it takes balls. It does. It does. It does. And if, the three of us have some massive balls. <laughs> huge. I mean, know. when you, yeah, when you kind of choose to take on your own individuality, it, is something that people notice. I mean, people want to do that themselves. Yeah. And a lot of times people are afraid to do yeah. that because you yeah. have to be, yeah. you know, you, you can't wear this to church or you can't, you know, it's like so many stupid little things that we grow up learning that really pollute who we are. Um, I don't know, just having friends that say, you know, they, you know, see ghosts and they know how to see other beings and shit. Yeah. And, I don't specifically know how to do that. I or lucid feel, dreaming. Or lucid dreaming, yeah. yeah. But there's people who are claiming these things. So I, all I can do is say, yeah, well, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Tell me about that. Because I didn't grow up ever being around that. Some people are very much um, nurtured through it, you know? Yeah. Some kids grow up very strict and some in not a strict house. And they grow up in completely different ways, you yeah. know? And yeah. it's crazy when every individual can realize, yeah, I am... You know, people, that's why people get defensive so easily is because people don't like to be stepped on because regardless, if you care about things, your soul gets offended when someone steps on your soul. You yeah. know, if you think about it at the very, your, your feelings are your own. And if somebody tries to tell you that your feelings are, are, and your emotions are, are wrong or irrational or something like that, it's, it's highly offensive. And, yeah. and though but, it shouldn't be, but it shouldn't be, but that's the part that's the mis- the mystery behind. I think our, our, who we are as people yeah, is yeah. like, Oh, that's something people have to study their whole lives to figure out. They have to figure out how to control their emotions, control. We all have to do it. Our parents yeah. tell us to do it when we go into the store. And so it's like, you know, I don't, maybe they didn't tell you guys that, but behave. Yeah. Behave. Yeah. Mind your man. And I always question what the hell is have? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it means be have so i will uh i'll take it yeah, i'll right. take this and i'll take this <laughs> yeah I guess and then you're getting spanks it's comfortable i guess to conform you know well it's 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 easier because you're just yeah. shutting your brain off yeah. and yeah. you know oh everybody's got a facebook well then i'm getting a facebook yeah you know, isn't that? yeah yeah no yeah not happening no. yeah and it's so. i think it's amazing it's an amazing aspect of who we are as people is we can create a bunch of shit together you know and mm. i don't know it, it would be awesome to see you know, just like this movie does, uh, a lot more people in tune to that kind of thing. Like to be able to see this movie and maybe see the other side of the the table with it. And, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think we've come to the part in the show where we uh, we go ahead and rate this movie. This is our, our very own rating system called Jalapenos. Yeah. Jalapenos. Jalapenos. <laughs> it still makes me laugh. It's good. Uh, High Lopenos is a rating system we've come up with here on Three Movie Goes, by which all three of us have uh, one hypothetical jalapeno to throw into the sombrero, and uh, we are allowed to throw in any, all, or any sorts of parts of 
uh, our jalapenos is yeah. our rating. Uh, Martin, what would you give this uh, Dark City? I'd give it three quarters. Okay, all right. Jalapeno. That's a pretty solid, solid rating of, yeah. a, of a jalapeno. Yeah. Um, where it falls down from getting a full one, it is a little bit convoluted. I don't think this is, ex- even the director's cut, I don't think it's the film that he wanted to make. No. Um, uh, because the, the studio would have had their hands in it long yeah. before it got to, you know, shooting and editing. He said that this, the, when they did this extended version for the Blu-ray, it's as close to it. He says, but there's a lot of shots and a lot of, a lot of elements that was just impossible to, yeah. to, to put back in. And I guess parts they didn't shoot, you know? Um, so, and maybe that's why there is a lot of verbal exposition. You end up, you know, just characters just going, well, here's what happened. The aliens came here. Uh, yeah. And, no. and, you know, so, so maybe, maybe shave off just a quarter just for that. But okay. fantastic film. Highly recommend it. Nice. And, um, yeah, if you're interested in these concepts, and excellent science fiction generally. If you love the Matrix, I think it's I think it's interesting to watch. Right after after living in a world where we've seen movies like the Matrix for a while, this one's worth going back and 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 kind of seeing uh, seeing with a little bit of more more of a mature mind. I understand mm-hmm. why it wasn't as successful as the Matrix. The Matrix yeah. had a lot more money put into it. Well, it wasn't competing with Titanic. At Keanu. Uh, yeah, Keanu in it. Yeah, you know, right. Big, bigger stars. It was. Uh, although, I mean, I love the metrics. Yeah. Um, maybe it was a bit more mainstream. It was. It was. It, it a seems lot more to bullets and guns. Crap. It was flashier. Mm-hmm. Flashier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. you're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, Joe, what would you? Uh, what would you drop on this film? I think I'm with Martin. Uh, three, three quarters. Yeah. For yeah. me, I felt. Like it was exactly what you said. Uh, the only things that really lost me were some of the acting stuff. But I, I mean, no, I know that's like I can't, I can't really judge that. I only have my own opinion about it. But yeah. that stuff got me down a little bit sometimes. Yeah, so. for for me, I'd probably do the same. Three quarters of a jalapeno, that's and and honestly, school. it was probably because of of the director's cut. I notice mostly in in director's cuts. I can I can usually pick out what parts were probably trimmed from the theatrical cuts of the uh, movies. And for this, there were some elements that just kind of like the the whole gondola scene. You know, mm. I think that that you know might have been shaved. I don't know. I it's, it, there are things that could have just been been shaved down just to make it a little bit more of a concise. Yeah, you know, kind of like long. I said. Like I said, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff crammed into this movie. There is. So it it's was. A, it's a heavy duty concept. Yeah, to it really, is to, to make a, to make a film about. It's it's truly art. You know. I can see why, you know, certain elements would have just been impossible to actually show or, or you know, kind of visualize. Uh, so it's, you know, two and a quarter jalapenos. Uh, That's good. good, yeah. Full on rating good. for Dark City. It's from, worth the watch for sure. Yeah, go, go check it out. It is. Um, uh, I mean, he based this on already uh, um, a theory of Plato's. Okay. Which is called the Allegory of the Cave. Of the cave, okay. Allegory of the cave, which is suggesting that there's a gather- gathering of people who have lived their entire lives chained to a wall. Ooh. Right. Uh, there's kind of a, maybe a light or something behind them, and they, there's uh, shadows moving, but all they can see is this wall, and they can see these reflections of these shadows. Oh. Uh, that is their reality. That oh. is, so they form a world out of that. Okay. This represents, and I guess this represents creative people, artist people, thinkers of, imagine one of those people who's been unchained and he's not facing the wall anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, that he's not a prisoner. Um, 
So it says uh, he can turn around and see that it's just mm-hmm. shadows. Yeah. So I imagine now <laughs> a couple of these waving fans are like, oh shit, <laughs> oh shit, we got one that can see, <laughs> they can see. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, it, sa- it, it says, um, uh, so the firelight in when you're facing the wall, yeah, in the real world becomes the sunlight, uh, and the ascent, you know, uh, and the view of the upper world is the rising of the soul into the world of the mind. Ooh. Whoa. Okay. Which, which is what we are in essence, you know, yeah. we are all, we're all consciousnesses, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I who mean, knows what happens after our meat sacks are dead. <laughs> oh, the fuck no. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's I what mean, we're trying to stuff ourselves on the computers. Yeah. Well, sure. I mean, yeah. that is the true essence of what is to be human. What, you know, that what, is true. what goes beyond this experience. That is true. Again, this heavy duty concepts, probably not easy concepts to make a film about no that's why it's abstract and obscure well and it's it's not a, an easy concept to sit through a film about mm. you know i mean you have to you have to have some sort of understanding or an idea of of something different about about the world around you in order yeah. to kind of grasp on to what is really being told in this film probably why it wasn't a, a, like we said a success like the matrix because yeah. you you can watch the matrix and detune out yeah. a little bit and just watch it as an action flick exactly this you can't really no You're it forced it, to think there's there's less of a veil in front of this film yeah, yeah. yeah i remember you know, seeing this truth. in theaters but it it was one of those movies yeah i just was i'm not going to go see that i didn't really even think Twice. Yeah. yeah. It didn't sell me. I guess the marketing on it probably wasn't very big, too. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. True. Yeah. Poster um, looked badass, though. It does. It does look pretty cool. But, I mean, but again, out of context. I mean, it's, yeah. the, it's the, one of the climax moments of the mm. movies, and it, without any sort of context, it just it doesn't I mean, make any There was sense. no Keanu, so yeah. uh, everyone went to the <laughs> to 8.30 showing of Matrix. Um, I was going to say, uh, fans of Inception would probably like this film. Well, yeah, I mean, David Goyer being being credited as one of the writers, I mean, he, he wrote with Christopher Nolan, you know, Inception, Batman Begins, things like that. Uh, like you said, the world disassembling and, and reshaping. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's, wow, very yeah. Much, it's very much that concept that you see in a lot of Christopher Nolan movies with, with all these buildings kind of manipulating themselves, growing and, and, and folding over on themselves and, and all that kind of stuff. So I, it makes sense that that comes from the writer, not necessarily from the visualization of, you know, how do you, I guess it, it all starts from the screenplay. Yeah, it's a different visualization, but, yeah. uh, but, kind of, but like you say, yeah, kind of the same story technique. Nolan said here when he was um, creating uh, Inception, he said the whole concept of avatars and the living life as someone else, there's a relationship to what we're doing. But I think when I first started trying to make this film happen, it was very much pulled from the era of movies where you had the Matrix and Dark City. Um, they were based in the principles that the world around you might not be real. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. So. I mean, that's very much what Inception's like. I mean, they, mm. you, the whole first scene of the movies, uh, you know, inside a dream. Inside a dream, inside, inside a dream, a dream. Yeah. you know, which, which that, that kind of blew my mind. It took me two or three times seeing Inception to truly grasp what it is. And I could watch that, that movie again. Oh yeah. Great film. And isn't, isn't the end of this a bit similar to yeah. Inception? He's, he creates this perfect world for his lady and everything like that. He does. And then you see the little spinning top that yeah. never, mm-hmm. never falls over. So you yeah. never know. Is yeah. he, is he blissfully back? Has he injected himself back into the matrix essentially? Exactly. And that's what it leaves you kind of with that note with John Murdoch here. Is he going to be totally happy with this? Yeah. I well, mean, which is what you were saying is, is, you know, will he become ultimately yeah. corrupted by, by this power? 
I was actually taking a look at, at David Goyer's um, uh, his IMDb page, and I mean he's he's done all these movies we were talking about, you know, Dark City, Blade, Blade Two, Blade Trinity, uh, Batman Begins. But he did a movie called Jumper back in the day, which right. you know Hayden Christensen Christian. got really really bad reviews yeah. and everything. You know, <laughs> I can't remember it being a great movie, but the concept was just fucking fascinating to me, and oh. and I just. That's probably why I liked the movie is right. because it was just this this concept. Yeah, it's obviously a great right, great ideas. He's uh he he wrote uh, Man of Steel and he wrote Batman versus Superman, but he's also doing the two Justice League movies in, the, oh. in you know in the next kind of two or three years. Amazing. But then I scroll down and he's also he was uh, credited as a writer on Flash Forward. Right. Which this Damn. whole this whole concept of of putting the masses to sleep because of some. Some singular thing going on, somebody controlling if people are awake or asleep, you know, for something. I mean, it's it's an an incredibly fascinating concept. I would love to have David Goyer on the show to uh, to talk about this kind of stuff because absolutely, this must run through his head every day. Yeah, yeah. You certain artists, certain movie makers, directors, they have running themes. Yeah, yeah. This is clearly clearly one of his. And he did say he does he does some really good films with uh, with. You know, people like Christopher Nolan and, and Zack Snyder. You know, I do look forward to Batman versus Superman. And, so Nolan and is like producing those. Nolan is is yeah. kind of the producing helm uh, captain of these DC movies. Uh, yeah, I was brought in the right man for the job. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's it looks exciting. Uh-huh. So Brilliant. he begs the question: Are you awake or sleeping? Yeah. Shout out! Shout out! <laughs> On pre-order now. Yeah. Give yourself a plug, why not? Awakersleeping.com. I have a new project that is hitting the interwebs. You say project as if it's, uh, you know, something very cryptic, very, very (laughs) unknown. It's a... It's an EP. It's uh, my next... He's got pro- some tunes coming yeah, out. Yeah, new music, and it's a five-song EP uh, produced by Stephen Solomon. Shout out to Stephen. Yeah. I killed it, and yeah, uh, wrote songs with... Uh, it's called Interstellar Hearts. Yes, yeah. him and Jake Newton, who yeah. is in Sleeping Wolf, so yeah. shout out to that band, too. Yeah. And so check it out, wakersleeping.com. When's it out? 28th? Uh, it's officially out the 28th. Okay. So- but if you pre-order it now, you can get it and download... The single, yeah, which yeah. is or the title which is, track, which is all kind of irrelevant, you know. This time next week, when people are listening to this podcast, they'll be like, "Oh, it's the 29th. Oh, oh I guess true, it's already yeah. out. <laughs> but you know, but it's, it's, so it's out. out now. Yeah, yeah jump now. online. You can go to awakersleeping.com yeah, and after July 28th. Links. Go go buy the album. It's funny how it all ties in. Awake or sleeping? That's, yeah. that's the whole plot of this fucking film, and and the the thing's called Interstellar Hearts. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. Going back to Christopher Nolan. I mean, it, it's it's Look meant to be. It seems that way. It was pre-designed. It is. That's true. Wow. I wrote this little funny excerpt on the page I'm putting up. It says, and this is, we can cut this, but this. <laughs> <laughs> This is kind of what I came up with. Awaker sleeping is a cosmic journey toward truth and love against the undeniable gravity of deception and hate that each of us encounter as we float through the universe. Beautiful. Nice. So nice. I feel like that kind of sums up, you know, everything we're, we're even researching as we do these. Because we are researching, even though it's like, and you go see a movie, no, you're not. It does make, it stretches our minds, you know, and I feel like these kinds of films are purposeful. Well, we're, we're benefiting. Them. We're benefiting from other people's research because they would have had to do their their homework to write a movie and have it make sense. Yeah. And we are we are grasping onto the understanding of what they're trying to say. Therefore, we are we're getting nuggets of understanding of yeah. what they've gone and 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 researched mm-hmm. and and put together. So, well, we're trying to understand their art, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, we're for pick, sure. Picking it apart and, and 
choosing the pieces that make sense to us, which yeah. is what we all do. We all create like a tapestry yeah. of, of, uh, of, of our thoughts and our, our worldview. Yeah, I mean, we're being like, if you think you know, we were talking about Twitter, I mean, everyone's feed is a form of themselves or it's a part of their expression, which is creation. So it's being funneled into one hub to mm. be able to read. You know, that's what the AI idea is, I and guess. If that gets retweeted, so, that becomes a part of somebody else. That's yeah. reality. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. There so go. go buy some new music. You may yeah. like it. It's only three ninety nine. That shit is cheap, dog. Yeah, dude. <laughs> don't don't go to Starbucks today. No. Go to iTunes. It's the price of a little more expensive than just uh, black coffee, coffee. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but whoever gets black coffee, coffee at Starbucks, dude. That's true. You gotta have a unless you hit some triple down. venti, you know, with foam and and half and half and almond milk, you know, Crisco in there, <laughs> extra skinny. You know, yeah, and there's nothing skinny. about this cup that says extra skinny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can fit it around your head. Nice. <laughs> Before we sign off, Martin, I wanted to to have you see if you wanted to shout out uh, Hammered Horror. You were on an episode of, uh, oh, of another am, yeah. podcast recently. Nice. Yeah, I'm on the. The next, I assume, yeah, the next episode of Hammered Horror, uh, we did uh, a very old uh, Spanish-Italian um, zombie film that's set in England. It's the weirdest film. <laughs> Spanish-Italian set in England, okay. There, there's not one member of the cast that's, that's English, but it's set, it's set in England, set in Northern England. It's, it's called <laughs> the, the Living Dead at Manchester Morgue. So yeah, so look out for that on the Hammered, Hammered Horror When okay. did it come podcast. out? Uh, we just recorded it, so... Oh, no, the, uh, the movie. When did oh, that the come? movie was 1974. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. It's a very All interesting right. film. If you like zombie movies, it's very interesting because... Uh, so, like, they're within, you know, the same time period of Christopher Lee playing Dracula and all that kind yeah. of stuff, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's set in for the times, but it's, it's a great film. It's, nice. it's got a lot of interesting themes, this huge environmental, eco-friendly theme running through the film. Again, it's quite artsy. The guy who made it uh, is a Spanish film director but he's more of an artist and a painter he only ever made three films this okay. was, this was the third film he ever made huh. um so it's it's quite artsy to say it's like uh, like a splatter zombie movie from the 70s <laughs> it's, it's it's a great film it's okay great film. Nice. all right we'll go check that out go listen to hammered horror next week um, yeah all right well so for this week on three movie goes everybody i'm ian i'm a theme and i'm joe and peace out with your peace out Follow us on Twitter at 3 Amovigos. And online at 3 What these two sexies said. 